Hey everybody, Vince here. Uh, welcome to Atomic Radio Hour, post-nuclear podcast. A little bit different of an episode today. Olive is not here. Instead, we have... Uh, your special host, Kyle. Uh, Kyle, Kyle has been given a promotion. Um, I've ascended. <laughs> Kyle has ascended to host. Um, Olive got sick. And she needed to take a break, and my schedule is full. Um, but I didn't not want to talk about all the new exciting things that have happened for Bethesda and what could possibly be happening for Fallout. Um, before we get into any of that, I just want to give a quick shout out to our Patreon. Uh, Patreon allows us to continue to make these shows. Uh, we just had to pay our service fees, and us paying our service fees, uh, was all through Patreon. It, it, helped us make it so we can do another year of the show. We also bought some equipment, um, so that's in the mail. And uh, the show is slowly being upgraded, becoming bigger and better. Uh, and we have to thank these people because of it. So going down the list, we have to thank first Noah. Thank you. He's been here for a very long time supporting us. Uh, we also have to thank Gage, and we have to thank Gage twice. Once for Patreon, a second time for Discord. Um, there's a bunch of fun Discord activities that we get to do because of Gage. After that, we have uh, Jordan with a Y. Uh, thank you, Jordan with a Y. Uh, we also have to thank Danny. Thank you, Danny. And we have to thank Marcus. So thank you. Um, again, all your contribution has made it so the show can continue and... Uh, can grow um and we'll be thanking you again towards the end of the show but other than that kyle it's fucking happening buddy boy yep some some good news oh my god um do you want to break it down uh microsoft bought the and zanamax studios just straight out bought it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the uh, the best tweet that I've seen is, uh, Todd Howard, the Madman, made uh, made Microsoft buy Skyrim for seven point five bill seven point five billion dollars cash. They didn't trade stock. They didn't trade assets. They bought it outright. They bought. <laughs> there, there's a, a photo I saw of. Uh... Uh, a Pete Hines, and he has like three of those like metal like cases in the back, and they're like, "This is probably where all the money's at." <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find the article. I don't remember if I retweeted it or not. I remember telling you and all of this months ago. Yeah, before everything happened, it was I. I don't know if it was before recording or whatever, but like we're sitting outside on on the porch. And I was like, oh, look at, yo, there might, Microsoft might buy Bethesda. Oh, your porch? Yeah. Oh, dude, this was in January then. This is when we were doing yeah, the cooking video. Was, yeah. Holy shit. So you, when you said Microsoft? Yeah. Microsoft, yeah. Because I remember the rumor being Sony. Oh, maybe it was. I remember the rumor being Sony, and I think you might have said it makes more sense if Microsoft would buy it, because Microsoft... Because Xbox had the mods first, they got, um, yeah. uh, all of the DLC came to Xbox like a year before it came to PlayStation. Yeah. To be honest, you might have talked about it on the show. I'm too. pretty sure we did. There might even be a highlight about it, but like, yeah, dude, that shit, I, I'm not focusing on that shit. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's a rumor. I didn't think it was real. I thought it was just yeah. like, a, hey, this is going to happen. This this isn't or is going to happen and is most likely not going to happen. Mm-hmm. See, but it happened. <laughs> it fucking happened. Like, okay, so Pete Hines tweeted out um uh, two days ago. So today is the 24th on the 22nd. I actually think it was the 21st when he tweeted this out because it was the 21st because I remember where I was when I read this. You know how everyone says you know where you were during 9-11? <laughs> yeah. Where were you when Microsoft bought Bethesda? <laughs> uh, he tweeted, today we announced Bethesda is joining Microsoft Xbox family and I wanted to share some thoughts on what it means for all of us and I click on the link. I like didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to call when I first read this. Uh, the article is called Why Microsoft is the Perfect Fit, art published on September 21st of 2020 on Bethesda.net, uh, Why Microsoft is the Perfect Fit. Today we announced that we were joining the Microsoft family. P- please read below. And if you haven't had a chance to read what uh, Phil, Phil Spencer and Todd Howard shared in their post this morning, be sure to check them both out. We're going to read those two while we're here. Uh, when you work at Bethesda, as long as I've worked at Bethesda, just a month short of 21 years, you see some things. Chief among, chief amongst, give me a second. I'm a, uh, I'm a dyslexic who has to read. Uh, uh, chief among, amongst them is change. When you, when I started, Bethesda was much more than a handful of people. The team working on Morrowind fit in to a couple of offices, and there was probably six or seven of us spread across everything else. Bethesda Softworks, our parent company, Xenomax Media, and our main internal studios now employ thousands of talented people working in publishing offices and develops development studios around the world. We've gone from one initial studio to many. From a focus on single-player fantasy RPGs to developing massive MMOs, first-person shooters, and everything in between, the world, our industry, and the company has changed a lot in 34 years since Bethesda Softworks was first founded. Today it changes again, and I know that brings up some questions. But the key points are that is that we're still Bethesda, we're still working on the same games we were yesterday, made by the same studios we've worked on for years, being worked with for years, and those games who will be published by us. So why the change? Because it allows us to make even better, even better games going forward. Microsoft is an incredible partner and offers access to resources that'll make us better publishers and developer, and and de- make us a better publisher and developer. We believe. That means better games for you to play. Simply put, we believe that change is, impor- is an important part of getting better. We believe in pushing ourselves to be better, to innovate, to grow. And we have a long history of working with Microsoft. Our companies share many of the same basic principles. We believe in a culture that values passion, quality, collaboration, and innovation. When I think back to the first time we decided to shift from being PC-only developers and make Morrowind for the original Xbox, it was a move that countless people said would never work. Nobody on consoles wanted a game that big and complex. But Microsoft believed in us and told, and believed in us and so did you. And now RPGs of all shapes and sizes are hugely successful on consoles. Yes, it's a big change for us. But after taking a minute to absorb the magnitude of the acquisition, we're going to continue doing what we know and love, making great games. We're going to keep trying new things. We're going to we're going to take the same passion we've poured into into what we do and the passion that our community brings to the things we make and do even better. And soon the conversation will move on from the 
from this deal to talking about our games again. Once, or, I'm sorry, and I can go back to answering the questions that get all of us excited. What, all right, tell me more about Deathloop. When can I see more Ghostwire? What's coming up in quarter four for Elder Scrolls Online? I want to see more of Doom Eternal DLC. When the hell are you going to tell me about Starfield? All capitalized. <laughs> I'm excited for those conversations and look forward to talking to you all about talking to you about all of that and much much more in the weeks months and years ahead i believe in pe- i believe in the people that i work with i believe in the company that i have cr- that i've created together i believe in the communities that have formed around the games we make kyle that's us <laughs> yep. and i believe today's announcement is just the is just next in a long line of changes in our history and will lead to bigger better games for all of us pete hines svp global marketing and communications I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I have high hopes for them. Yeah. Uh, they, they have said now that they've done the biggest overhaul to their engine that they've ever done in the past 20 something years of using the same engine. I don't know what that means exactly. Maybe that means they're going to be able to utilize ray tracing and like more volumetric lighting. Maybe it means that the game won't maybe they've just taken the money and time that they now have from being owned by Microsoft to f- work out some bugs yeah this is a big thing being under Microsoft cuz Microsoft will let them like hey make your games like i i think would you have to make them like yeah that? and Zenimax Zenimax quite famously I would even say said to or uh, Bethesda went to Zenimax and was like we want to make Fallout and they went okay and they just went out and bought the rights like it wasn't even like they didn't have to sit for, I mean from what I understand I don't work there and I'm only retelling a story that I heard Todd Howard say but it was like they just wanted to make a game they had an idea and originally what they did to Obsidian where they were like you can contract one game out they originally had that deal and then they bought the rights flat out. So it's obviously a studio that, I mean, how many times have, have we rebought Skyrim? How many times have you personally bought Skyrim, Kyle? Uh, a few, <laughs> including VR. Oh, I got, well, yeah, technically, yeah. <laughs> I've, I, I bought it on the 360. I bought it on the PS4. I bought it on the PC and you know what? My brother has, I think Skyrim VR. So I'm going to just say that that's a fourth time I wanted to get yeah. it for the switch, but I was only going to play it on a plane because <laughs> that's what they did in the original trailer. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's, it's a company that has weight behind its name. And I hope that the only thing that I see about this is we're not getting a mainline fall. We're not getting a mainline Bethesda game, not an arcane game, not a, uh, um, a different studio that they own. I, I'm drawing a blank. What are other studios they own, Kyle? Oh boy, uh, id. Oh, they own yeah. Id? We're not getting in. We, we might get an id game. We might get. Isn't that nuts? Isn't that fucking nuts to think that now Microsoft owns the rights to Doom and Wolfenstein? Yeah, like the two shooters, like the premier shooters, the ones that started it all. Hey, Doom guy and Halo, you know, Kyle. Kyle. It's possible. Kyle. 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 Imagine a skin. Like, imagine, you know, remember how you could unlock armor? Like, in three, it was just kind of like pieces. And then in Reach, it was like a lot. I don't really remember anything past that because I stopped playing. I played four a little bit and then I never really touched it. But, like, 
Dude, imagine being able to wear the Doom Slayer's helmet in Infinite. Yeah. Uh, That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I just think it's nuts that this is where we are. I, we're not going to get a mainline Bethesda game now, especially because they're redoing the entire engine. On I'm 2022 at the earliest, 2024 at the latest. Yeah, I think we'll see something next year for Starfield. You think so? Yeah. I think well, it's... Like a, more of a trailer or something. Oh, just a trailer, not like... Yeah. Just like a, hey, we're working on this. Maybe like, oh, hey, this is what this game is about. Basically. I see. I think we're going to get Elder Scrolls. I think I think they've even said we're going to get Starfield and then Elder Scrolls. Yeah. So... I, this... Them buying them has given me more of a, a hope. Like, before I was like, ah, it's not going to happen. But now it's like, yeah. this is... It's possible it's going to happen that they might remaster them. Oh, Kyle, you saying that gave me chills because I wanted to talk about this. Yeah. I genuinely, genuinely think they're going to remaster it because... They could put both games... Remember what they did with Rare Replay? Uh-huh. That's That was my first thought was, oh my god, they bought Rare and they put every Rare game on one... Di- How much was it? 60 bucks for like 15 games? Yeah, you got like a lot of stuff. Plus like stuff that was never on Xbox too, you know, and, like Battletoads. Yeah, and-, and the only thing they didn't have was like Donkey Kong, right? Uh, yeah. 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 But like... This gave me, gave, dude. You remember the? Can, can, are you okay if I put some of the chat on screen? Sure. <laughs> some of our chat from our, our our group messages of just how excited I was. Like they could remaster the games now, which even if they said, "All right, we're gonna put out two copies. We're gonna put out the Fallout Three remaster, and it's fifty dollars." Fuck it, I'll pay sixty. I don't give a shit. I bought Skyrim four times, and. And I don't even like Skyrim that much. When Fallout 3 is my favorite game ever. Uh, and then it's like, all right. And then in six months, fucking do everything you got to do in the Capital Waste. Because in six months, eight months, ten months, a year, we're giving you the new Vegas remaster. And we're going to fix all, not fix all the bugs. We're going to try to work some shit out. We're going to up the graphics. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And now, because they spent $7.5 billion on this, I think, one, they're absolutely going to try to do this because they want to turn a quick profit and not that this could be quick, but I could see them getting this done in eight months and it would be, yeah. dude, it would be perfect. A perfect summer game. Like, you know how there's always that drought, like spring, summer, mm-hmm. perfect summer game to remaster three in new Vegas. There's, a- I, I can see them doing like, I'm trying to think what did it, but like the Arkham collection, I can see them kind of, but I can see them doing like, Here's Fallout 1 and 2 as well. I was just going to bring consoles. that up. Um, there's, a, there's a guy on Twitter that I think everybody should follow. Um, let me find his exact at. But I've been talking to him every now and again. I still got to read those two other articles. Um, but I've been, I've been talking to him every now and again. He's at that smart boy. Boy with an I. It's uh, days until, the, uh, until Fallout 1 and 2 get remastered. And this dude has been updating for the past 70-something days. 77 days. And um, I think if a page like this can get big enough, that uh, maybe they'll see that it's wanted. Even if just because, like, essentially what the new Xboxes feel like to me are just kind of souped-up PCs. Like, souped up mm-hmm. and downgraded at the same time PCs because they don't, like, have the capability of a computer, but they play games at like a level of like a decent to mid grade computer. If I'm correct, I'm not really one for specs, 
But even if they just made it with controller support, like, that's all they had to do. Like, it would get so many people in on a series, and they could under... It's a totally different game. But they could understand earlier, like, what matters, and why Maxon has no purpose being in Appalachia. But, like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm very incredibly excited for what could happen. Um... I put a video on, on, on the ARH Twitter about me free. I was like cooking dinner or lunch or whatever. And I was freaking out because I couldn't, I like every, like Kyle obsidian. Yeah. Like obsidian now is owned by Microsoft, meaning that if it was a problem where we had to get the rights from obsidian and Microsoft owned it and I don't know what we want to do. I, which I didn't even think of until now. Now there's no excuse. Not that there's no excuse, but now if like my idea was, you know how there's rockstar used to have it where it was like rockstar North, rockstar San Diego. Uh-huh, yeah. um, and it was like the different colors of the Rockstar logo. Like one was yellow, one was green, one was purple. Yeah. Or how Call of Duty has Treyarch and Activision. Yeah. What if we get like two Fallout games every four years and it's like, and they take eight years to make and this one is like the East Coast and this one is the West Coast and we can continuously get like... This was, this, we found out about this on September 21st, and that is, you know, the holy day. Um, do you remember? And I was listening to that song by Earth, Wind, and Fire, September, like fucking 40 times, and all I can imagine is Tim Kane being like, I can work on my baby again. I can work on the fucking series that I kickstarted. And, and, <sighs> I just want to see. Yeah, there's, what's up? There's been a lot of tweets of like, I remember somebody tweeted at like Obsidian's like, hey, follow two. Uh, New Vegas too, and they're like, maybe, and then they're, they're yeah. like, welcome to the family, and everything like that to yeah. Bethesda, yeah. And then about a uh, Three Dogs voice actor too. Yeah, he was. I, if I can find all these tweets, I'll put them on screen. But he was like, Three Dog or Microsoft owns Three Dog. Wow, wow. Like, it's. It was. I think even Mister Maddie plays tweeted out when it happened. He goes, "It's so nice to see positivity about Fallout again," because for mm-hmm. such a long time it was like you're either a Fallout fan. Or you're a Fallout 76 fan, it felt like. And I'm not saying that you can't be both, because 76 has its merit, and there's people that play it continuously and love it and and everything about it, but it feels like it's a departure of what it once felt like. And it it might now get the the serve it it needed from the studio, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because at the, they're overrulers of Xenomax, you know. Well, yeah, that was the thing. Is like I was looking at the board of directors, and like one of them was a Trump, and I was like, all right, well, they're only concerned about money. Like at that point, like it's not this this passionate. Like if you look at how many people made Fallout Three, I actually mm-hmm. have like a book, a, a video right here. If you, if, I don't know if it's coming across on camera. It's in the special edition of Fallout Three. It comes in the lunchbox. You can find it on YouTube for free. And there's like maybe forty people that worked on Fallout Three, maybe. Like, I don't think that includes the voice actors. And now Fallout 4, they had to they had to give some of the projects to a separate company. They had a subcontract, a separate company just to finish the game in time. So, like, it's vastly different. And we've been saying on the past few episodes, it's it's once there's too many cooks. You know what I mean? Remember what you were saying about um, Anthem? Yeah. And you were just like, everybody from one game moved over to Anthem. And it was like, well, I didn't want to work on this. I don't know what's really going on. And... 
Yeah. Hopefully now, hopefully now they can say, okay, we have three games. Here's the Starfield division. Here's the Elder Scrolls division. Here's the, um, Fallout division. Yeah. And with their special partnership and friendship with Microsoft, they can be like, Hey, Microsoft, we need this music license or whatever like that. And they'll be like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just. Kyle, I, like, I, I never thought I'd say see, this. That's why I think the remastered will happen because they can be like, Hey, Microsoft, we want to do the remasters. We need to license these music again. That and Microsoft will be like, yeah, the voice acting. Yeah. And I just think Microsoft is going to go. We want a profit like seven, seven and a half billion dollars. Cash money is, is not something you're going to make back overnight. So they know that this mm-hmm. is the long game. Yeah. But at the same time, like, they're going to be like, all right, we'll spend a couple more to make a couple more. Also, I hate to say this, Kyle, but I think, I think Xbox is winning the gener, this generation so far. And like, I get it. It's, it's having a console war is stupid, but like, I've considered not getting an S and getting an X. Mm-hmm. Because they also said that Bethesda games will be on a case by case base for exclusivity. So exclusivity is dumb for games because it hurts everybody. But there's no yeah. doubt in my mind they're going to go, "Hey, the we're going to remat, we're going to do something." Here's Skyrim. Here's here's uh, or here's Elder Scrolls. Here's a Fallout. Here's Starfield. They're going to do what they did with Epic, and. Remember how Epic was like, uh, oh, hey, uh, Borderlands 3? Yeah, you can only get it for the first year here on mm-hmm. PC. I have a feeling they're going to do something like that. It's coming everywhere. Yeah, I, I can see them doing time the time exclusive. Yeah. And then be like, all right, it's still going to come out for all these other consoles. But like, because they're already currently releasing two games on Sony. Yeah. Which is Deathloop and... Ghostwire, which are exclusives to Sony. How fucking funny is that? <laughs> this, this is this actually reminded me of what Sony did to Nintendo, because it was originally going to be the Nintendo PlayStation, because Nintendo wanted to partner with Sony to make a disc system, and Nintendo was talking to a Panasonic behind Sony's back, and Sony heard that and went, "No, fuck you." You're not doing that to us. That's our, like, number one rival is Panasonic. That's not cool. That's not kosher. That's not gravy. And that's kind of, I mean, I also don't know. I don't work at either company, so I don't, I don't know. But it kind of feels like they were, like, talking to Microsoft behind Sony's back. And they were like, yeah, we'll put a game on, on Sony. It'll be exclusive. But here you go. Like, buy us out. So they're going to, like, Microsoft is going to make stupid money off that. And they didn't have to put any money into it. You know what I mean? Like they'll make money off of every person who buys Skyrim here on out. But yeah. when and but but whenever a game comes out, that's that's when its sales are the highest. You know what I mean? That first week is when it's the highest it's going to be. So to think that they're going to get all that money from that, they're going to get all the money from Ghostwire. Fucking crazy. Dude, crazy. I can't believe we live in this timeline. Like out of everything that the, that, that the beginning of the 20s has given us, this is the one like decent thing. Yeah, like, and uh, I think it's like, it's not like a big one for Microsoft, it's a big one for all of us, because yeah. this gives them a chance to actually make better games. Yeah, yeah, because I've said it before. Even if on- you're on Sony, or on a PlayStation, like, this gives them a chance to actually do what they want yeah. more. 
Yeah, I, I think this is huge. Um, I just wanted to talk about this quick. There's a couple more things that I, I'd like to go over. Just I want to read those two articles quick, Kyle. Yeah. Um, I just can't believe this is happening. I really can't fucking believe this is happening. Can you imagine loading up like Deathloop and like Ghostwire and it's just Microsoft, Microsoft Game, Game Studio? Oh my god, on a, on Sony. But that's the thing. Doesn't it say that when you boot up uh, micro, uh, Minecraft? Uh, no, for oh. PlayStation, it just says uh, Mojang. Okay. But I think that's what we're going to... Remember how I said Halo on PS4? Yeah. I think I think we're going to get to the point where it's no longer exclusives, it's timed exclusives. Horizons. Yeah. Days Gone. It's. I think, I think moving forward, it doesn't hurt that company. If Microsoft... What's another... Like, if Microsoft said, hey, um, we want everybody to be able to play Gears of War... Gears 1 through 4 is now on PlayStation. And that pop game. Remember that pop game they were going to make? Yeah, I think they made that. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that came out (laughs) a while ago. (laughs) Um, But if they said, like, Gears 1 through 4 is there, in a year and a half, in two years, or in some time, they're going to announce Gears 5 coming to PS5. Because it's just timed exclusive. They're going to make all that money. If you were a PlayStation kid for the 2, the 3, the 4, and now into the 5, and you're like, wow, Gears of War looks really neat, but I, I'm just not going to play it. Like, this is my console. I know it. Like, whatever. I can deal with that. Or if you just don't have a lot of money and you're like, I'm just going to continue to invest in the company that I know. You know what I mean? Because, like, Xbox's mm-hmm. UX isn't great, but still. Like, I know this. I'm going to go with this. I'm going to continue with that. And it's like, they're going to make a bunch of money. They got to pay Sony a little bit of money and they're just going to make more on something that's the work's already done pretty much. Uh, this is from Phil Spencer. This is from news.xbox.com. Welcome, welcoming the talented teams and beloved game franchises of Bethesda to Xbox, critically acclaimed creators of the Elder Scrolls Fallout, modern Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Quake, Star, my guy, Quake, Quake. Yeah. Uh, yep. Sorry. Uh, Quake and soon to be Starfield and more join Team Xbox. Today's a special day as we welcome some of the most accomplished studios in the game industry to Xbox. We are thrilled to announce Microsoft has entered into an agreement to acquire Xenomax Media, parent company of Bethesda Softworks. As one of the largest, most critically acclaimed, privately held developers and publishers in the world, Bethesda is an incredibly talented group of 2,300 people worldwide who make up some of the most accomplished create, who make up some of the most accomplished creative studios in our industry across Bethesda Softworks. Again, I'm sorry, this is written by Phil Spencer, who is head of Xbox. This was published on the 21st. I forgot to, uh, cite that. I'm not a good journalist if I don't. Bethesda games have always had a special place on Xbox and in the hearts of millions of gamers around the world. Our teams have a close storied history working together uh, from the amazing first Doom and its id tech engine innovating games on PCs. Bethesda brings their first console game to the original Xbox with the groundbreaking Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind. Over the years, I've had many deep conversations with the creative leaders at Bethesda on the future of gaming, and we've long shared similar visions for the opportunities of creators and their games to reach more players in more ways. Just as they took their bold first steps to bring Elder Scrolls franchi- the Elder Scrolls franchise to the original Xbox, Bethesda was an early supporter of Game Pass, bringing their games to audiences across devices that have been actively invested in new gaming technology like cloud streaming of games. 
we will be adding Bethesda's iconic franchises to Xbox Game Pass for console and PC. Fuck yeah. Does that mean Fallout 3? Like, even if they don't remaster, does that mean Fallout 3? I'm getting ahead of myself. I apologize. Probably. One, that means you could play it on PC and it would work. Um, yeah. That means I'm going to wind up buying Game Pass before I have an Xbox. I mean, they also could put, like, Fallout 1 and 2 and the rest that are only, like, PC games on Game Pass PC. Is there a list of PC games that only work on Game Pass PC? Yeah. Really? Yep. No shit. Holy shit. Uh, I'm sorry. One of the things that has most, has me most excited is seeing the roadmap with Bethesda's future games. Some announced and many unannounced. Remasters, remasters, remasters. To the Xbox console and PC, including Starfield, the highly anticipated new space epic currently in development at Bethesda Game Studios. Like us, Bethesda are passionate believers in building a diverse array of creative experiences in exploring new game franchises and telling stories in bold ways. All of their great works, great work will, of course, continue and grow, and we look forward to empowering them with the resources and support of Microsoft to scale their creative visions. To scale their creative visions to more players in new ways for you. All of our work and foundation of our relationship with you starts with a commitment to deliver. I don't know what this word is. I'm going to paraphrase it and say a commitment to deliver a slew of amazing games to discover and play on Xbox. Over the last few weeks, we've been excited to share more details on important elements of a plan we've been building towards for years. A plan that is a fulfillment process to you, the Xbox player, to de- deliver more performant, performant? Sure. Immersive and compatible next generation gaming experiences and the freedom to play blockbuster games with your friends anytime, anywhere. Today's a landmark step in our journey together and I'm incredibly energized by what the step means for Xbox. I, I can't believe how excited I am for this, Kyle. Yeah. Like I'm reading this and I'm trying not to like choo choo ride that fucking hype train, but I know, and I know it's a company, and they're just going to tell me what they want me to hear, but, like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's read this Todd Howard one. We can get into a light discussion and then kind of wrap. Is this written by my boy? Can I just say that... Um, uh, the, micro- the Xbox website has a much more... Uh, dyslexic friendly uh, <laughs> font. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I didn't fuck up that much there. So this is written by Todd or someone helped him write it. <laughs> I just picture like <laughs> Todd's like sitting at a desk like, all right, now say this. And they're like, hold on, Todd, that, that's too much. Bye, Skyrim. Bye, Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> um. I've been incredibly blessed to spend... This is, again, off the Beth- uh, Bethesda.net. Todd Howard on joining Xbox posted um, September 21st, 2020. But this one is saying that it was written by Bethesda Game Studios. But at the bottom, I read real quick, Todd himself signs it. But uh, I've been incredibly blessed to spend my entire career at and help build one of the best places to make gaming games in the world, Bethesda. I'm back on Bethesda, and they have a very dyslexic, unfriendly font. So give me a second. 
And I've had the joy of doing it with some of the most talented, humble, and passionate people there are. There are part, they are a part of my family and my good friends. I've also had the pleasure of working with and partnering with many of the best gaming and tech companies in the world. But our longest and closest partner during my career has been Microsoft. Today we joined them and we wanted to share some personal thoughts on what it means what it means and our shared vision. The trajectory of Xbox and the trajectory of Bethesda in many ways have gone hand in hand. From our beginning, we have primarily been PC developers, and in 1999, two things happened. One, Bethesda became part of a brand new startup, ZeniMax Media, and Microsoft started development of their first video game console in 99. What year did the first Xbox come out? Uh, like 03, 04? The, Maybe, yeah. The Xbox I can remember for my first trip to Red, Redmond, 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 West, I'm guessing Virginia, Redmond, Virginia. It doesn't say that, it just says Redmond. Uh, to discuss the new system and bring out the next game, Morrowind, to the Xbox. I was dubious. Xbox Morrowind would be... I was dubious. Xbox Morrowind would be worth the time, somewhat on a technical level, but more from taking a hardcore RPG and moving it from PC desktop from a PC to desktop experience. Todd, you don't have the greatest grammar. I'm sorry. Uh, to a <laughs> controller and soap experience. Is this article filled with bugs? <laughs> uh, Todd, do you want to like test? Do you want to test read the article? No, no, just ship it. Just ship it. We'll, we'll patch it later. <laughs> um, Microsoft and their new Xbox crew had had a view that I came to share completely. Shouldn't we allow anyone to have this experience? Why does it matter where the screen is or what the controller is? There are many people without the same access and we could bring it to them. Morrowind would go on to become one of the best-selling Xbox games of all time, all times behind Halo, another PC-styled game some said wouldn't work. Its success paved the way for the growth of our company and proved the point people wanted this experience regardless of the device microsoft quickly let us in on their system the 360 and more than a piece more than a pc port we aim with our next game oblivion was to usher in the next generation of gaming with each game from fallout fucking three to skyrim our studio and company grew adding brilliant and like-minded studios across the globe, all of us sharing in the belief that expanding the reach of gaming was fundamental, whether it was on PC or console, your phone or the cloud. With each new console cycle, we evolved together, from bringing mods to consoles with Fallout 4, and now over a billion downloads, holy shit, on the latest technology fueling Xbox Series X and S. These new systems are optimized for the vast worlds we love to create with generational leaps, not only in graphics, but CPU and data streaming as well. It led our greatest engine overhaul since Oblivion with all new tech. Wow. With all new technologies powering our first IP in 25 years, Starfield, as well as Elder Scrolls six. Like our original partnership, this one is about more than one system or one screen. We shared a deep belief in the fundamental power of games and their ability to connect, empower, and bring joy. And a belief we should bring to, we should bring that to everyone, regardless of who you are, where you live, or what you play on, regardless of the screen size and the controller, your ability to even use one. We can't think of a better group of people to do that with than Xbox. We have friendships that go back to these original days from Phil 
to his senior leaders, uh, to developer, to developer support. They don't just talk about putting players first. They passionately live it. At Bethesda, we're lucky enough to create games we love and have an audience who loves them as much as we do. I personally have been humbled by the many industry honors I have received as they belong to the entire studio. But one has always stood out to me for a special reason. When I received the Lifetime Achievement Award at GDC, I joking, I joked in my acceptance, I wonder how many achievements at this point this one is worth. How many achievement points this one is worth. At the end of the ceremony, seven of my good friends at Microsoft congratulated me and said they, said they'd find out. A few months later, I was given code, I was given a code to a game they had created named after me and locked to my account. When ran, it unlocks a single achievement. It says lifetime for a thousand points. It still sits in my list when I check it and I smile every time. It's been a lifetime, but there's more to come and achievements to unlock together. And we hope you join us. All the best, Todd. Todd Howard, Bethesda Game Studios. God damn. <laughs> I, you can say all you want about Todd Howard, and we will joke about the man as much as we do. There has never been one time where I didn't, I didn't think the man wasn't passionate about what he does. Mm. And we're going to get more of what we love and enjoy. And... I'm incredibly excited for the future. Can you imagine in the future when we get the next Bethesda game, there is no bugs in it because of the steel? <laughs> you said that so seriously. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like, imagine, I mean, Microsoft always had better online back in the day when mm-hmm. I had a 360, but that was because you paid for it. And imagine them upping the servers for 76. Imagine them being like, imagine if they put out like a, Hey, if you have 76, it's just, it's, we're just going to put out a free update that just kind of revamps everything. It's not, it's a new game, but it's not a new game. Like you're, 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 they take away followed first and they give private servers free. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that, but that's again, that was probably a Zenimax thing. Yeah. That wasn't like Todd yeah. was like, money, 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 money. Like, I saw someone complain that Todd wore the same leather jacket to E3 two years in a row. And they, like, reversed image searched the leather jacket and found it online. And they're like, this is a $600 leather jacket or something. And I was watching that going, all right, well, that's if that's real leather, that's how much a good leather jacket costs. And on top I of mean, that. Like, he, he, Todd had it. He could flaunt it. He could <laughs> flaunt it, leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> but like at least he wore it more than once yeah like, it's not like he wore it for the press event and then never wore it again like he probably wore it when he went home too like mm-hmm. probably comfy jacket <laughs> for $600 yeah for $600 my back better never hurt again but still like no bugs in that jacket <laughs> god when you're on you're on <laughs> Yeah. I don't I don't know what else to say. I'm excited to see what Obsidian does now. I'm excited to see what what happens. It this is going to take a long time for anything to develop. I understand that, but I'm hoping that Bethesda's just or Microsoft says Bethesda, we need to remake these older games. There's so many people yeah. that that 
Even in our comments alone, I've seen people that were streaming Fallout 4, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas. Even in Discord, someone had told me they've never played New Vegas or 3. So why not? These games are... Fallout 3 came out October... 28th? Of 2011. Right? No. 2008. What the fuck? What am I thinking of? 2008. It's 2020. If the game comes out in 2023, 2021, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like the series a lot. I want to see it thrive. Yeah. I think they are going to, yeah. nah, they're, they're going to be striving. I, do you have anything else to say, Kyle? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm this definitely turned around yeah. hope for this company and series. Yeah. Cause I was starting to feel that they were doing to this series what they did to Mass Effect. Which by the way, did you see the remastering Mass Effect? Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> um I might try it. Because I, I bought the first it's one good. to try it and the disc didn't work and I just brought it back to GameStop and didn't get another one. I was just like, give me my money back. And this was years yeah. ago, but still. Um yeah. I don't really have much else to say. Uh, like I said, Olive couldn't be here, and I just wanted to make sure that I we talked about this and didn't go another week. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden, a movie review goes out, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. I Do you have any final words, Kyle? Goddamn. <laughs> um, thanks for joining us on today's program. If you liked our intro music, you can get it at silvermansounds.com slash free music. Our boy Shane Ivers is always putting out bangers. Um, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you can, you can do so with a link in the description below. And there's also a link down there to our Redbubble. Our Redbubble is where you could buy a bunch of shirts and clocks and blocks and mugs and shirts and sweatshirts and duvets and shirts and stickers and mugs and blocks and clocks. Um, there is also a link down there to our Discord, which we've spoken about a couple times here. Join the Discord. Uh, it's a time and a half. We're always, someone's always in there. We're always talking. Kyle shared a lovely picture today of what the inside of the Fall Guys look like. <laughs> and I only, horrifying. Sl- yeah, I only slept for about an hour and a half after that. They're just canon. <laughs> and it's canon. Um, and they're goopy. Uh, so join that if you'd like. Um, there's links to, there'll be a link to my social media. There'll be a link to Kyle's social media. Um, and if you're watching us on YouTube, share with, share with a friend. Give us a thumbs up. Leave us a comment. Let us know how you're feeling. Um, and if you're listening to us wherever you can download a podcast, please give us a review and share with a friend. I think that's everything. It's very weird when Allah's not here. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for joining me, my friend. Yep. Thank you for having me as ascended special guest. <laughs> you have to change your name now to special host Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Okay, go to- <laughs> Say goodbye, Kyle. <laughs> Atomic Radio Hour Podcast A Gulman Entertainment Production